Hi, and welcome to the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast, co-hosted by Abby Fearing, the Badass Breastfeeder, and Diane Cassidy, IBCLC. Hey, welcome to the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast. This is episode 13, lucky number 13. Um, This is Diane, IBCLC. And I'm Abby, the Badass Breastfeeder. And we are going to talk, this is installment two of our NIP series, which is nursing in public if... You didn't already figure that out, but we like to just call it NIP because it's more fun. But we're going to talk about like getting comfortable in your environment. And when I first, um, when Abby first mentioned, you know, like getting comfortable, I was thinking in my head, I don't think I even said this out loud to you, Abby, but I was thinking in my head like, oh, like getting comfortable, like, you know, with the baby actually nursing in public, like emotionally comfortable. But Mm -hmm. it's not even just that. It's like getting comfortable in all sorts of different places that you might be. Right. Well, last week we talked right about, um, we talked about reasons to breastfeed in public and we talked about people's fears. And so, you know, if you're, before you can even get emotionally comfortable, you need to like really ask yourself, like, what, what is it that makes you nervous? What do you think might happen? How would you handle it? You know, and then, you know, and then what the only thing that you can do after that to try to get comfortable is to actually go outside and breastfeed. You know, and there's and there's um, some things that you can do to kind of ease into it. You don't just have to go to like a shopping mall and, you know, or like a dealership. You know, <laughs> I remember like <laughs> breastfeeding after many years, breastfeeding a giant toddler in the Ford dealership. And it was like, you know, there were like 20 men. And I was like, oh, God. <laughs> but I was doing it because it was just like I'd been doing it so long and whatever. But I mean, in the beginning, there's like some women, especially in the beginning, would not, wouldn't be caught dead doing that in that situation because that's very intimidating. I mean, we live again in a culture where you don't see breastfeeding in public, you know, our bodies are sexualized, our breasts are sexualized. It's kind of like, well, I have to like, you know, show my breast in front of all these men. And I mean, it's like a lot to ask, you know? So there's, so one of the things that um, I think that you can do, which is really helpful is to go someplace where you know that 100% that you're going to have a positive experience. And so there's things like all cities, I think, it, it have like La Leche League meetings. I think where, it is all over, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. all over the world. Yeah. They're everywhere. Yeah. You, you don't have to, you know, you don't even necessarily have to have, you don't have to have a problem to go to a La Leche League meeting. I mean, maybe breastfeeding is going fine for you and you just want to like go and see other breastfeeding moms or just like hang out there for a minute, try try breastfeeding in front of other people. Wasn't and, that or, like the basis of La Leche League? Like they were just a bunch of moms that said, let's just get together and hang out together. And yeah, because we're all breastfeeding our kids. Like, wasn't that the whole start of it? I think so. If not, then we'll just say it was. I know. I really don't know. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was. You probably know more than me. I think it was. But yeah, that's a great experience to just be able, and you know there's going to be no judgment. Yeah, and it's for, yeah, like the meeting is for breastfeeding. So like, you know, you're going to go and you're going to be like, but you know, it's, you're going to be fine. Like it's not, you're going to have a positive experience. You just are. And you can also go like, you know, there's places like baby boutiques, um, you know, places like this where there's going to be other moms there or where, you know, or, or just women, you know, it'll be, mo- it'll be mostly women. Um, it'll be quiet. There'll be places for you to sit down. There'll be, you know, it, it's going to be, po- you know, positive. And, you know, I mean, even things like I used to go or I still do. 
go to Target and sit in the like display furniture. <laughs> you know, that's, you know, and, and that might be a little too public for somebody right in the beginning who's feeling nervous about it. But, you know, Babies Are Us, what's it, Bye Bye Baby. Yeah. All right. You know, these places are like four babies. You know, you're, you're right. not, you're going to, you know, you're more than likely going to have a really positive experience there. Absolutely. The zoo. I always find that the zoo, like you, there's always a lot of young families at the zoo and, you know, you're not really going to, I don't think, have anything negativity. I mean, that's definitely way more public than say, you know. Yeah, just- but yeah. Well, and you know, I, I have a video on my YouTube channel of actually me breastfeeding at the zoo. And there was like this little weird little like cove. There was like kind of a statue and then some bushes around. And I was the only one there. You know, I was the only one. I was the only one there. It was totally fine. It was just like a good way to practice. And like, I think that's another thing too. Is like being outside is mm-hmm. for some for some reason. I feel like, well, maybe maybe some people feel differently, but I feel like even outside, sometimes you can get more private than you can say like in a really busy place. You know, you're in a I don't know a train station or in a in a in a you know in a shopping mall or someplace that's really crowded or even at Starbucks or something you might feel more public than actually just sitting on a park bench in a park where there's not that many people around. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah. So those are like th- some things that you can try. And then, so when you're out there, then you're out there. So now you're out there, you're breastfeeding and you know, you're like, it's hard to, it's hard to actually get physically comfortable sometimes. Cause you have to find, you know, are you trying to find a place to sit down? Are you like, are you in a restaurant where there's chairs? Are you somewhere where there aren't any, isn't any place to sit down, you know, and you can sit on anything. I mean, you can sit on the floor, mm-hmm. sit on the ground, find chair, even ask, you know, if you're somewhere and you, you, you need to sit down um, to nurse, just ask somebody, is there a place where I can nurse? And like, maybe they'll be buttheads and be like, no, yeah, the bathroom. <laughs> and you can be like, oh, no, thank you. lost a customer. Bye-bye. Yeah. Um, because don't. If somebody says, like, that's where you can breastfeed, be like, I'm not going there. That's where people poop and pee. I'm not going to breastfeed there. No, absolutely not. The, um, I've had a lot of moms ask about, especially, you know, with newborns, how am I going to breastfeed in public? I feel like I need my boppy and my cover and I have to watch the baby. And I'm like, you know, and, and then you've got the moms that are, you know, several months in who are comfortable just kind of popping the baby on and sitting there or actually standing and you know walking or whatever and moms really have this hang up in the beginning about like do I have to bring my boppy pillow everywhere I go or my breastfeeding pillow whatever they have because they feel like they need all this stuff because that's how it is in the beginning yeah 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 well it's it is hard to to um nurse a very newborn baby without like something holding your arms because they're so tiny. Like, you know, like you have to really hold your arms in close and it's hard to be comfortable like that. But, you know, if you're, um, if you're out somewhere and you're doing that, I mean, roll up your coat and stick it under your arm yeah, or your bag, your purse, you know, or you can even bring, you know, if you, if you don't want to bring your big boppy pillow, then bring a little blanket and, you know, roll it up and put it under your arm. Or I, something like that. I or like an armrest or... Yeah, an armrest or a chair. I've had a lot of moms that um, would just kind of like cross their legs and keep their knee up. And oh. like lean the baby up against and their knee. And lean, back, lean yeah. back a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And that worked really well for them. The arm of a chair. I've had moms do that too. Um, like even a, like a wooden chair, like in my office, my um, 
waiting area. You know, I just have regular waiting area chairs, but they have arms and two of them were next to each other. One of my mamas at the support group just puts the baby right there on the, you know, the, the side of the chair there. Oh, that works out good. The arms of the chair. Um, but like if you're out, if you're in a restaurant, get another chair from somewhere, put your feet up. It's, you know, whatever you need to do to be comfortable. I, I remember when I had, when I had X sleep, my second, I had, uh, I met with my friends down the street and, um, down at the park down the street. And there was like, no, we were just sitting on the ground and I was so uncomfortable because there was nothing to lean on. And my friend got up and she came and sat behind me with her back. Oh, nice. And just like, we were just like, and then I could just lean on her. We were just leaning on each other and it was like equal weight. So we were both just like, totally comfortable I, actually, I know I was like oh my god this actually works and she's like yeah well we'll just sit like this well, we couldn't see each other but you know you're just she's just trying to help a new mom we could still talk and yeah. you, know. you know what she looks like it's fine right <laughs> you know, yeah. it was like the perfect like you know I don't even know if anybody who was not a mom would have thought of that well it is perfect though so yeah, yeah. I mean there's tons of things that you can do and it will talk more about this in a minute but one of the probably one of the easiest things you can do, which seems really hard at first is baby wearing and putting your baby in a carrier to get, to walk around and all that stuff outside is, um, it's going to remove all of that. And, and now, you know, now that I have, um, a three-year-old who wants to nurse in public a lot, I can't be wearing him in a carrier because yeah. it's like, he's too freaking heavy. And then you have to lower them down there. And then I'm like, have this weight that's like halfway like down my thighs and it's like not comfortable. So now I need to sit down, but he's bigger. So it's easier to sit down with him because he can do a lot of the work himself. He can sit right on my lap. Mm -hmm. But when you have a tiny little baby, that's not that heavy. You know, you can really use that, the carrier. So we we get that. But the other thing that um, I think living in Chicago and probably in Rochester too, is that you get to learn or the breastfeeding in various temperatures because it's from 20 below to like 110 here throughout the year like like, that happens just like in the same week i feel like sometimes (laughs) i don't know if you're (laughs) but like there'll be days where it's like 50 and then the next day it's 80 yeah i know i know i yeah i definitely yeah that happens here too yeah it's It's weird you're like what's happening is it like you know climate change i don't know who knows but um um and so if it's really hot outside, you know, I mean, I'm somebody who, who I wore like a tiny little tank top and I pulled my boob out over the top mm-hmm. and you know, that's comfortable for me. I'm fine with that. You got to make sure you have like some sunscreen on your boob or something like that, <laughs> <That's a good laughs> especially, point. you know, you want to get like sunburn boobs, which would be really painful. Um, but some people aren't comfortable with that. So you can wear like two thin um, tank tops and you could do like the two shirt method which is where you pull up the top shirt up above your boob and then pull the bottom shirt down below your boob. So then all you have to expose is like a real sliver sliver of your, of your nipple. And it's brilliant. Yeah. Just enough to attach your baby and that's all. And some women are much more comfortable with that. I mean, I, it's, and you know, what's funny. I, cause someone were like, Oh, I don't pull it. Like what you need to pull, you know, it's like pull, how come you're pulling your shirt down? Just pull it up. I'm sorry. I will much rather expose my breasts than my stomach. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what that is with me, but I'm like, pull my shirt up. Then my stomach's hanging out. 
And I'm like, I'd rather just pull my whole boob out. Yeah, I'd rather do that too, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. yeah so, so, so the things that you have to think about is because what's going to make you comfortable? Because mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what makes me comfortable. It doesn't matter what makes Diane comfortable. Like you have to figure it out for yourself so that you can get prepared and be comfortable when you're breastfeeding in public. And it's going to help you build that confidence. They actually sell now. I don't know if you've seen some of these these things. You probably have. But I've had one mama come to my support group that has these fantastically adorable nursing clothes. And she oh, said yeah. that I mean, nursing clothes are like a big like industry now. They're adorable, like yeah. dresses and, you know, mm-hmm. shirts and they've got the little slits in them and nobody would yep. even see anything. And they're so stylish and cute. And she's like, they're really, they're expensive. They can be pricey, but they're great because, you know. Well, it depends on where you get them. Because if you go to like a boutique or something like that, there are, they are really expensive. But there's places like, um, like Latched Mama and um, Utterly Hot Mama. I mean, these, these shirts are not terribly expensive. But they, you know, and that's the great thing about these, um, about these businesses is that they're popping up so much now that you have you know, affordable ones, and then you have more formal and expensive options, you know, if that's what you want. Right. So um, that's really helpful. But there's some time where I wouldn't have even guessed that that's what it was. You know, totally. I mean, oh, yeah. So cute. It's like maternity, you know, like maternity clothes have gotten a lot better. Like back in the day, maternity clothes was just like a, you know, you got to look like you're wearing a big Move potato it. sack or something. Right. Yeah, it was horrible. I was like, who was going to wear this? I know. And now they're like, actually, you know, nursing clothes are, are doing the same thing that maternity clothes are doing. It's like they're getting more stylish. You wouldn't even really. I know. Well, maternity, maternity clothes, you know, because you have a giant belly. But right. nursing clothes, you don't even know. I have this one. Oh, Momzelle. I have a shirt from Momzelle, which is not expensive. And I love it. I love this shirt. I like, I'm not going to, I'm going to keep wearing it when I'm not breastfeeding anymore. <laughs> Cause it's just so cool. It's like one of those like wrap shirts and yeah. it's awesome. Yeah. So that, you know, those are all those things that you can, you can do. And I forgot to mention this, but in my next life, when I come back as an inventor, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to invent like a, an inflatable nursing pillow, you know, like you could just blow it up like you like a pool yes. toy and just blow it up. And it's like maybe like a half circle shape or something. And you can just put your arm on it. That would be fantastic. No. So somebody out there is probably going to steal my idea. But like I said, I don't have time for that. So there you go. Million dollars. <laughs> I'm surprised it hasn't been done yet. I know I am too. Cause I actually, yeah. I mean, I actually thought of that a few years ago and I was like, why don't we, why doesn't somebody invent this? And it doesn't even have to be like plastic. Cause you know, they make like, you could put like a soft little covering on it. Yeah. I think it'd be good. Cause then you just deflate it and you put it in your bag. You're not carrying a giant pillow around. No, it'd be perfect. Or you might even really have something, you know, I mean, even those like little airline pillows that you would use like when you fly and stuff, like it's just something small that you can stick in your baby bag. Yeah. Or an actual inner tube. Yeah. From your pool. Right. Yeah. And again, you can just like, we could deflate it and put it. How fun would that be? I know. Then you can like blow up. Now they make them all funny. They're like donuts and stuff. I'm just like. I know. <laughs> yeah, we have all that. We've got a pool, so we've got all that fun stuff. And oh they, man, they last so you, like thirty seconds before the kids jump on them or they fly well, out of the pool, and they always get holes in them and stuff. Yeah, yeah, but newborns can't do damage no, anything. No, so that would be, and that would be way cheaper than a nursing pillow. Yeah, just saying. <laughs> yes, <laughs> be way cheaper. But um, yeah, so there's tons of different ways that you can get comfortable. 
being yeah, hot. and then yeah, so then we're talking about being hot, but what about when it gets really cold? Oh yeah. Oh, the one thing with being hot that we didn't mention is sometimes covers, if you're comfortable with a cover, you have to keep that in mind in the hot weather that might not be feasible because your baby is going to be like sweating under there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You got to be careful with that. Yeah. And you know, and if you need to cover, then, you know, use like a really light, Mm -hmm. um, like a receiving blanket or something really light and just cover, you know, as much as you want to, you know, or can in the beginning. And then even like sometimes if you just cover enough just until the baby latches on, Mm -hmm. then you can kind of position yourself, whatever, to where you're feeling more comfortable. Even like the way you're angled, you know, if you are in Starbucks or something, you can, if you're more comfortable kind of turning to the side or something, then, then just do that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, or, um, and some people have problems with like, um, babies that are really distracted and they're like popping on and off yeah. and so then your boobs just like kind of hanging, hanging out there. Um, sometimes if you like latch the baby, you know, latch your baby on and then turn your body so that your baby can see all the action, mm-hmm. maybe they won't. I mean, I don't know, you know, it doesn't work for all babies, but then they can see what's going on and they will be maybe less, they won't have to like be craning their head everywhere. Right. If you actually point them to what they want to, what they want to look at. I do that with my kids still. All right. So cold weather. What do you think? Cold. Yeah. So there's, so there's like, there's cold, like it's starting to get cold. It's not hot anymore. And then there's like Chicago and Rochester cold where like, you're probably not outside, but you know, sometimes you want to, you, sometimes you just have to be outside because it's, you have to get out of the house Mm -hmm. and then you're going to be somewhere and your baby's going to be like, I need, you know, they were going to want a nurse. So you can, um, um, you know, then you can use a blanket, make sure you have layers on a scarf because once this is what I always do. Like you go to the park and it's like, Oh, you want a nurse? Okay. Let me open my coat and I'll pull my shirt down. That's fine. Maybe I have like a, you know, a sweater or like I, like the two shirt thing where you can pull it up, but then your neck. So like is freezing cold. Yeah. So, you know, bring a scarf too. So then once you undo your jacket, your top part of your body is warm still. And I mean, the baby's going to keep you warm too. The you baby know? will keep you warm. Yeah. And the baby's going to be warm. I know a lot of people are so afraid that the baby's going to be cold um, when they're not, you know, totally wrapped in 500 blankets. But right. the that's the thing warm. is people, are, people, but people, people overheat their babies. Mm-hmm. Like you don't need, like your baby needs basically the same as what you have, like a coat and a hat. Like they don't need to have a coat and a hat. You see these babies that can't, their arms are sticking straight out <laughs> because they can't even move in the amount of stuff they have on. Mm-hmm. And you're like, that's too much. Because it it's going to, you know, their baby, your baby can get really hot in there. Yeah. They can't regulate their body temperature. So it's just too much for them. And they get fancy. Yeah. And you can, and again, like we can start talking about baby wearing, but if you're baby wearing and you're kind of put like the, you know, they have a coat on and your baby wearing, then you're keeping each other warm. Mm -hmm. And that really is enough. You don't have to worry. I mean, your baby's not going to like die of hypothermia. It's not going to happen. You have, you know, you're not both naked. You're, you have your skin covered and you're holding each other and you're, you're good. (laughs) (laughs) That's just the visual of, you know, somebody walking down Rochester street with snow on the ground, naked with a carrier on. (laughs) We're warm. I know we're warm. What are you talking about? It was enough. Yeah. (laughs) 
Those badasses, they told us it was enough. <laughs> perfect. That's perfect. So, yeah. So, ba- so then, so baby wearing. So I, I'm really into baby wearing because I think it makes everything way easier. Plus there's like endless amounts of benefit, you know, to it. I mean, like having your baby in a carrier, like it helps them feel, helps them facilitate, you know, the, that attachment, that safety and security. And it, that it's shown you could do skin to skin in a carrier too at home or you can do it even outside. Mm-hmm. You have your carrier on like you, you know, you're nobody's going to see anything. You have a carry on like a shirt. They're fantastic. You You can just have your baby in a diaper, kind of open your shirt and you're already doing skin to skin is so good for babies and your milk supply and their brains. And it's really amazing. Like what happens when you put a mom and a baby together, skin to skin. They're so soothed, you know, and if you have babies that, you know, babies don't want to be put down. They want to be held. They want to be with you all the time. They want to snuggle with you. They want to know they're safe. They can hear your heartbeat right there. They just, and if you are one of those mamas that just, cannot lay on your couch and snuggle with your baby all day long, then get a carrier because it will save you. I always tell moms too, like when you're out in public with a carrier, people will be less likely to come up and try and touch your baby. That's true. And they won't be able, if you're, if you're feeling a little bit nervous about people seeing you nursing, you can hardly tell that somebody's nursing no, when they're in a carrier. You can't tell at all unless you really are staring at them and trying right. to look Unless at you go over doing. and look down inside the carrier. Yeah. I've had people be like, I nursed in the carrier in church. You know, like it's so proud of themselves because it's like nobody can see what's going on. Right. Um, And it's just so much easier and your baby's right there. And then if they fall asleep while they're nursing, they're just right snuggled in anyway. Yep, exactly. You can't get any better than that. I know. It's really, it's, it's, yeah, it's really cool. And it's, um, there's some cultures where they like baby wear all the time. And they don't, putting the baby down is like taboo. Mm-hmm. You know, like somebody's wearing the baby. I'm, I can't tell you exactly which cultures. <laughs> I can't I'm not an anthropologist, yeah. but look it up. We can look it up. Um, they, you know, that you don't put your baby down at all. And you get a carrier and then you carry the baby and the dad carries the baby around. The aunt carries the baby around grandma and the baby just doesn't get put down. And these babies cry less. Mm-hmm. They, you know, they're calmer. They're, you know, the moms have less um, problems with breastfeeding and it all has like, a, an amazing effect. Oh, it's fantastic. But, <clears throat> but a lot of people, and this is what I've heard over the years, really struggle to figure it out. Because if you have things like, um, especially like ring slings or wraps, you know, that like the Moby, mm-hmm. you know, it's it, people look at it and they're like, Oh my God, I would never be able to figure out how to put my baby in it. But the thing is, is that you will be able to figure it out. Um, I have tons of videos on my um, website of like, um, how to do it. And there's, you go onto YouTube and just put in like wrapping a newborn in a ring sling or in a wrap and you'll come up with there's hundreds of videos of people doing it. And that's how I learned. I watched some videos and I practiced in front of, um, the mirror and I just did it over and over until I could, till I figured it out. And then it became just brainless. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, it was just like a mindless thing. I was just, oh, let's 
put this kid in here real quick. It can be really intimidating to think yeah. about it at first, especially like a mob. I love the mobies. Like I think they're especially for a newborn because they can really keep them nice and tight and snuggled yeah. in. And I think it's great for that, but it can be intimidating. You've got like 50 yeah. feet of material and you're like, <laughs> what am I supposed to do? How do I get this wrapped around me? But once you get it, you get it. Now there's a lot of, um, I know here in Rochester, we used to have a chapter of the mama wearing groups um, and they would, you know, they would swap carriers with each other and mm-hmm. yeah. talk about the ca- what carrier do you think is best? Because there's so many out there now. Yes. Maybe you've got friends that can loan you one until you get comfortable using one. Or Well, they know. can. Baby Wearing International has meetings all around the country, just like La Leche League. And you can go and you can borrow the carriers That's before you buy thing. them. Yeah. That's so great yeah. because you will, and you know, like I said, some of them are better for newborns and mm-hmm. then as they get bigger, they need a little bit more stability or, you know, whatever, but they're just, they're fantastic. You will- yeah. And, and I, and I, and I was with my, when I had Jack and he was my only child, I was really into the wraps. Um, I was really into the ring sling and, and all these things. And, and when I had Exley, I, I, I was like, okay, I'm going to take out all these carriers and use them. And honestly, I kind of felt like it did become a little inconvenient when I had to chase a child, another child around. Um, and so they have the buckle carriers or also known as the soft structured carriers, like the Ergo mm-hmm. and the Lula baby, where those are, if you're really struggling and you're really intimidated, those are pretty simple to figure out. They come with a newborn insert where you can just where you can easily kind of put your newborn in there, kind of tuck their legs in, and then you're just snapping and snapping, mm-hmm. and you don't have to worry about all the. I mean, if you get if you like it and you kind of get into baby wearing, then you will, I promise you, be dropping some money on ring slings and wraps mm-hmm. because you just will love it. Um, but if that's like that was my introduction into it. I, I got an ergo and I was like, okay, well, this is easy to figure out. It's not all that wrapping of all the material and all that stuff. So it was like a good kind of entry into the whole concept. Yeah, it was, I thought it was, I remember my first experience with it, I had a backpack, like a, a like a frame baby. Yeah, frame yeah, pack. yeah. Like those, uh, like a hiking yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. I had one of those for my son that somebody had given me. So it's like, I was just like, Oh, okay, whatever. My, with my first. And I remember going to the mall, wearing it to the mall during Christmas shopping and thinking this is the best invention ever. Because mm-hmm. like there was no stroller I had to mess with. Yeah. Messing around. It was just, it was fantastic. And then when I had the twins, somebody along the way gave me another one. And I, there was one point I would wear both of them. Like one on the yeah. front, one on the back because they were fussy and I needed to make dinner. Like it just had to get done. Really? Um, it, it just, it will really, it'll save your, save you so much time and the babies are happy. Yeah. And I think that's a good point about the strollers because sometimes strollers are super inconvenient, you know, and like, in, I, uh, I had Jack was seeing a, a chiropractor when he was, um, a baby and getting on and off the bus to go there with a stroller would have been a freaking nightmare. And I see people trying to get on buses with, with a stroller hi, and it's like, hi, yeah, hi, yeah, hi, yeah. Hi. And they're just like, hi. you know, they're like, it takes forever and they're like dropping all their stuff. And I'm like, Oh mama. Oh, I know. I know. put them in a carrier and have your hands free and you can even put a backpack for your stuff on. And I used to go everywhere. I walked, I, I walked, thousands of miles with Jack 
as a baby in that carrier. Like it, it, it was so, it was just like, it was, it was just finding out about this like secret, this amazing secret that made everything so much easier. So, but so we could talk about how awesome it is, but the, but the thing is, is that figuring out, so here's the other thing you can breastfeed in each one of these carriers too. Yes. And then people, you know, so people are like, okay, baby rain is too hard. And then it's like, oh my God. Okay. Now you're asking me to breastfeed in the carrier. That's just way too hard. And it is, it can be a little tricky. It's really awkward at first when you're trying to figure it out, but there's a little saying, loosen, lower and latch, Hello. but you're basically whatever carrier you're using, you are loosening it. Hello. You are lowering your baby down to, you know, mouth to nipple Hello. and latching them on. And then one of the things that you kind of have to trust is let your baby latch on and kind of help them find Jack, shush, Jack, uh, <laughs> help them, help them to figure out what's comfortable for them. Cause they will figure out like, you know, how to kind of lay their head and you can, you can kind of, um, even in a, even in a buckle carrier, you can kind of shift them to the side a little bit, whichever side you're nursing on. Mm-hmm. And they can, you know, lean their head either on your chest or kind of on your on the uh, outside arm. What? Really? What? Easy once you get going with it, so easy. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's really it's it's it. I know it's really annoying to hear people say that it's easy because 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 when it's <laughs> you know, when something is hard, it's it's annoying to hear hear people call it easy, but. When you figure it out, it really is easily. And again, it comes one of those, it, it, it turns into one of those mindless things. And, and, and it, it, you know, when you're through it, even where we're talking about nursing in public, but we can just talk about being at home too. Like, you know, when you're going through your day and like, like the other day, and actually three and almost three and a half. And like, you know, we're going where, where he was really frustrated and fussy and I was trying to cook dinner and my husband trying to play with Jack and it was just like chaos. It was like one of those moments where it was just chaos. Mm. And I was like, you know what? Hold on. And I went and got the carrier and I just put him in it. I just put him in the carrier and like finished dinner mm-hmm. and you know, he can nurse. He can. And then they're, he's just, they're just not upset anymore. Right. You know, and you could do it at home. You can clean and you can like walk around or just like sit there or you, cause you can sit too while you're yeah. baby I used to mow the lawn with my kid in a carrier. Oh my then, god, that's so awesome! You know, with the men on the back, on my back. Because yeah, it was like yeah. I, you know, one kid, the two were napping, one wasn't, so threw him in the backpack yeah. and went and got some stuff done. It's just once it kind of like I was saying in the beginning it can be very intimidating. Yeah, and do not feel like oh my gosh, I don't know what I'm doing. If you feel like you have to watch videos or whatever, because that is the way to do it. That to really look and find one that you're comfortable with and find something that you like. And if you find a carrier, you use one, somebody gives you one and you don't like it, try a different one. Find one that you're yeah. comfortable getting into and getting out of and getting your baby in and out of very easily. Right. And some people worry about the expense too. But I mean, you know, honestly, you bought that like $2,000 crib. You're probably not even using it because now you're figuring out that co-sleeping is really where it's at and so you know yeah exactly the strollers are so expensive everything is so expensive we never question buying these things and then when it comes to baby wearing it's like well i can't afford that that's a luxury it's not it's really really necessary to make your life easier Mm -hmm. and consider if you don't have the money you know consider not buying you know one of the other things on your baby registry because 
Um, I think the carrier needs to move directly to the top yeah. of or, the list. Or really, you, I'm sure if you ask around, there's going to be a mother that's ready to give one up. I've well, seen them at garage sales. There sure. are crazy, there are Facebook groups. There are huge Facebook groups of people who are selling um, used carriers. Mm-hmm. Like it's a huge, the whole baby wearing world is just massive. Yeah. So yeah, you can absolutely find things. Um for you know used ones or something for for cheaper yeah there's there's one i'll tell you the story super quick and then um then we can wrap up but the when i was working for wick i remember being in the office and this woman came in with her she was from africa i believe somalia and she had her interpreter with her and they were setting up an appointment and the mama sat down on the floor she had like this six-month-old baby sat down right on the carpeted floor in the middle of our walkway where a thousand people walk and she's breastfeeding this baby and she's just sitting there and she's breastfeeding. And then the other, the woman was taking care of her appointment and she came out to get her. This woman took her baby, stood up, took her baby, threw her baby on her back and wrapped her scarf around her and walked yes. away. And I was yes. like, that is the best thing I've ever seen in my life. Like, that's very common in Africa. That's right. like a, that's the way they carry their babies on their backs in the, in the scarf looking yeah. thing. Yeah. That's all it was. Like the scarf yep. that was around her neck. She just wrapped it around her back with her baby. I mean, she like literally stood up, bent over, threw her kid on, the, on her back, yeah. and wrapped a scarf around her. And that was it. Like, yep. why do we make this so hard? Yeah, I know because it's not because no, we don't see it all the time and we're not used to it. But yeah, you can get you can get so you'll get used to it really quickly. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that was the hard sell. That was our hard sell on baby wearing. Yeah. So everybody go out and get that is your homework for this week's podcast. <laughs> Find a carrier or watch a carrier video. Even yes, that, like yes. Go on my site and look up the um, is it breastfeeding and baby wearing. It's got all kinds of videos, and YouTube has tons of videos, too. Yeah, but you'll definitely, once you see how happy your baby is, you'll be like, oh my gosh, why did I ever not do this? Right, right. And then we'll talk more about breastfeeding in that carrier, out in public. So yes. we are going to do another NIP series, and what's the next one? Yeah, the next, next week is the um, our part... Um, part three. Part three, and that is, I think it's family... Dealing with family family support, My because favorite. that gets a little tricky. Favorite. Yes. Awesome. And laws, because that oh. gets a little confusing. Yeah, I love that part, too. So that'll be good. That'll be a good one. Make sure you tune in. Yes, definitely. Awesome. And we can even sprinkle, we can sprinkle in some comebacks in there, too. Yes. Uh, so, um, have your notebook ready. Write them down. Yeah, right. Yes. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Then I will. we will see you next week. Yep. Bye. Bye.